Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Some football fans say they trust Fabrizio Romano more than their own mothers. Some say they would let Fabrizio sleep with their girlfriends. Some say they would believe Fabrizio if he would tell him the moon is made of cheese. Fabrizio Romano has become the absolute expert on transfer news in the world of football. When he says a transfer is happening, it's happening. When he tweets, here we go, well, there we go. But how did Fabrizio Romano become the goat of transfer news? Where did his story start? What methods does he use to get his scoops? What are the secrets of the trade? This episode of our podcast is all about Fabrizio Romano and how he became the goat of transfer news. It's a story about a lucky breakthrough, an insane work ethic, a lack of sleep, and listening to Brazilian music to relax. My name is Sam van Raalte. And welcome to the home of football, a podcast by 433. Here we go. This is the, the best moment for me. This is absolutely the best moment for me. When I have the breaking news, the biscoop, it's like when you are scoring a goal in the Champions League final. People don't understand how busy he is, really. Uh, sometimes I, I, I tell him, you know, you need to breathe, you need to, to, to rest a bit, you know. It's impossible to, to let him do it, but I try to, to say that, you know. Many times they see journalists as enemy, not as friends. And so the secret for me is always trying to have these people as friends. This is uh, really, really special how he does what he does. I'm spending all my day charging and charging and calling and sending messages. So it's a terrible life for my phone. You know, I think he has a, a lot, a lot of pressure. 
Fabrizio Romano is a busy man. The past summer transfer window was maybe the wildest transfer window ever, with players like Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, Romelu Lukaku, Jack Grealish and Antoine Griezmann all changing clubs. And even when the transfer window is closed, Fabrizio is pretty much always working. So I was happy when he took the time to talk to us for this podcast via video chat. Hello, Sam. Hello, Fabrizio. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Sorry I'm recovering from a cold, but no problem. Uh, you, you got a little bit sick after the transfer window? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because maybe I wasn't used to have some holidays, some two or three days of holidays. And so... <laughs> So Fabrizio is recovering from a cold he caught during a couple of days of vacation after the crazy summer transfer window. The story of Fabrizio Romano and how he became a transfer expert starts in the Italian city of Naples. That's where he was born and raised. His parents wanted young Fabrizio to become a doctor, but he had other plans. He wanted to work in the world of football. Yes, I'm born in Naples and for me it's been a key moment starting in Naples because it's not an easy city. In Italy, it's one of the most beautiful cities in the world, but it's not easy to live in Naples. So I spent 18 years of my life in Naples and I still have my family in Naples because I live alone now in Milano, but I started for Naples. And part of my family, uh, they, they've been always not 100% convinced uh, about journalism for me because they, they've been always working in, uh, in the medical part, the medical side, so they wanted me to be maybe a doctor one day or something like this, as they did, as my father and my mom did. So they always wanted this kind of way for me. But they were supporting me because they knew that football was my love. Uh, so I started from Naples, where football is everything, because in Naples you start with football since you have like four or five years in the street playing football. It's like South America, you know, it's the most South American city of Europe, in my personal opinion. And so... Also, I'm burning Naples has been part of my of my process because football is everything in Naples, everything. Uh, Diego Maradona is like God. So when I started, I just had my passion, had my passion for for football in general. But I was loving, for example, to write about football, uh, to give my opinion, to watch uh, some young talent. Uh, when I was also 17, 18, I was spending my nights watching some South America competition to watch some new talent. Uh, so I always had the passion for doing something different. Then my passion for transfers started when I had my first news and it was completely casual. And since this moment, I, I had a different feeling and I said, OK, I want to be, I want to try to be a transfer expert. Fabrizio's big breakthrough happened when he was still a teenager. He was writing for a small Italian website about upcoming talents, sometimes from South America, when an agent he never heard of contacted him. This agent was working with some talents in Barcelona's academy and was trying to move them to clubs in Italy. Out of the blue, he called Fabrizio. Yes, it's been a, really a crazy situation because it was more than 11 years ago and I still don't know how this agent, he was a young guy, I'm not talking about agents like Mendes or Raiola or Barnett, I'm talking about a really small agent, a new agent, because he was starting to be an agent since some months, uh, so young guy from, from Italy, but working in Barcelona, working in La Masia. And he told me, I'm trying to become an agent. He called me and I still don't know how he had my phone number, really. I don't know. And he told me, I received your number and I know you are writing on a small website in Italy. I was writing on a small website in Italy, nothing big, nothing important. 
And he told me, I need your help because I want to try to bring some players, some young players to Italy. If you can write some articles about these two players, Gerard de Ulofeu and Mauro Icardi. And I said, okay, I didn't know about these two players because they were playing in Barcelona B, but they were not even starters when he called me. So they were good talents in Barcelona B, but imagine that football and communication 11, 11 or 12 years ago were completely different. You didn't have 4-3-3 or many pages pushing young talents, pushing uh, players all over the world. Uh, it was not so easy to have information of players of other countries, young players, not international stars. So he was helping me. He was sending me some info about these players, some video of these players, Icardi and Deulofeu. I was writing two articles I still have about Icardi and Deulofeu, like saying, look at these two talents with these skills, with these characteristics, and we did it. And then one month later, it was like May, one month later in June, he called me and he told me, I want to help you because he was helping me uh, trying to, to make this player available and know, know with them in Italy. Uh, I'm going to bring Mauro Riccardi to Sampdoria. Uh, so we have the agreement, we just need the final details. And I was shocked because I was working on this website and my first news was like saying, okay, guys, I know that this striker is going to Sampdoria. They were surprised. It was nothing big, of course. Riccardi was a young talent, but nothing, uh, nothing expected like he has now. And, uh, and that's how it started. But the following move, when Riccardi was joining Inter from Sampdoria and was so fast because it was one year later, uh, I still remember this one. It was incredible because this agent became my friend, of course. Uh, he called me in November and he told me we had a meeting with Inter. It was the end of November. We had a meeting with Inter and Icardi next summer will be Inter player. And I said, how I can say this news is seven months, eight months, everything can change. So how I can say Icardi to Inter? He told me, trust me, everything is agreed. Massimo Moratti, the president of Inter, is in love with this player, will be his last signing because after he's selling the club, the director of Inter loves the player, they're going to sign Icardi, 100%. And they said, okay, let's do it. So I shared the news, Icardi to Inter, and it was a bomb in Italy in this moment. And I still remember I spent six months hoping that nothing was going to change because Napoli, Juventus, many clubs were trying to enter in the race. But at the end, Icardi joined Inter. Uh, I had the opportunity to start with Sky uh, a few months later, also because they saw me on this website. And to complete this, this thing, this incredible destiny, my first day at Sky was the day when Mauro Riccardi arrived in Milan to have his medical with Inter. And so my first thing with Sky was about Mauro Riccardi. Incredible, but that's how it started. Crazy. That's really crazy. So that's that's one contact, right? That's one agent and he contacted you and you build a relationship uh, with him. But how do you build uh, onwards from that? You're, like you have a massive network now, but when you were just starting as an 18, 19 year old, how did you build on that? I was going around the city, but like leaving my home around 10 a.m. and coming back at 1 a.m. So spending the whole day outside to meet with people, to talk with people, to bring some news to Sky, but also to have some new relationship for, for myself. And that's how it started. Uh, I really have to say thank you to Sky because they were helping me in having this kind of opportunity. But I'm really proud of, of having had like five or six years always spending my summer around the city in Milan and never having holiday. I was looking at my friends going on holiday, going on the best islands in the world, telling me why you're not coming, you have free time, why you're not coming. I was loving my life in Milano during the summer and it's so hot eh? and we don't have sea or these kind of things. It's around the city three months, June, July and August. 
talking with people and trying to establish a new relationship. That's how I did. Fabrizio moved from Naples to Milan to work at Sky. Milan is the center of transfer deals in Italy. Fabrizio was 19 years old then. When he moved to Milan, he asked one of his best friends, Federico Balletta, to come with him for the first weekend to have some fun. Here's Federico about his friendship with Fabrizio. Fabrizio is one of my greatest friends uh, and uh, I can say that uh, uh, he's my first friend since we met in the kindergarten in, uh, in Naples. As a children, we were very close. I can remember birthday parties together. One of the best memories, the good memory I had Fabrizio is when uh, he came to Milan for work for the first time. Uh, he asked me to go with him. We had very good time here in Milan. We play football, eat pizza, and uh, <laughs> for all the weekend. And the exactly the termination you see on the live stream, on the live show, he has uh, even on the field. Maybe more, maybe more. <laughs> uh, Fabrizio is a really special friend. Uh, I can say because it's uh, despite his commitment all day, every day, uh, seven day, 24 hours. He's uh, always present, even with a, with a call, with a text. Uh, uh, how are you? Sorry, I'm busy in this period, but uh, it's always present. I really mean every time because sometimes I, I receive his message at three or four in the night. <laughs> and uh, after I reply at, in the morning when I woke up and then one hour late, he replied. So <laughs> I have no idea when, when he sleeps. This is... Uh, really, really special how he does what he does. Uh, I think that the secret of um, his career is uh, his passion for what he does. So what you see of Fabrizio is exactly Fabrizio 100%. So I always wish him the, the best because he really, he really deserves everything, um, everything he has created. So I'm really happy for him. So, when Fabrizio first came to Milan, he started to work for Sky. He says he learned a lot from Gianluca Di Marcio and Luca Marchetti, two big shots at Sky. They showed him how it all worked in the world of football. Fabrizio went around the city, trying to get into contact with agents and meet directors. He left his home every morning at 10 a.m. and came back at 1 a.m. He spent the whole day outside to bring news to Sky. He's still very grateful to Sky for giving him this opportunity. But... The thing is, everyone can get into contact with almost everyone these days. What I want to know is how Fabrizio built relationships with these football agents and directors. Because that's when you can get the news. So I asked him how he does it. You know, when you work with Sky, you have the opportunity of giving them, and them I mean president, director, agent, giving them the opportunity, a big chance of talking of your transfer, of your club, of your player, in the best public TV we have in Italy. Um, private TV, but public meaning that is the biggest about football. Um, and so you can propose them, like, if you tell me something, I'm gonna talk about your player, your deal, about you in Sky TV. And in exchange, of course, I need your news because for me, your news is key. Uh, and that's how you establish a relationship. But if you do only like this, Maybe sometimes it's not so easy because people are not always interested in having something public or something like this. I think the real secret is about, for me at least, is about the relationship. It has to be like friendship. So when I was going to talk with these people, they were like 30, 40, 50, sometimes also 60, and I was 19, 20. 
but they were appreciating to see a normal guy going around the city and trying in every way to to follow his dream and to try to do something. I didn't know where where I had the opportunity to arrive, but I wanted to work in this in this world because I love football and I love transfer markets. So they were appreciating me. I think not just as a as a journalist, but it was about the person. I was trying to bring them something different. It's not like I need your news. I'm going to bring your news on Sky and stop. But as I do also today, when people can think, okay, it's so easy. You have a million followers, so people are calling you, giving you news, and finish. It's not like this. If you don't have the relationship with the person, and it means also when the market is, call, is closed, calling them, sending messages, talking about private life, normal life, and not only about I call you and I want the news. This is what I was trying to do. Always showing them interest about the person and not just about the agent, the director, or the president. And they were appreciating this kind of way. And I think it's also the only way for a journalist to stay in this transfer world for long term. Because it's a stressful world. It's a crazy world. You have to be always connected. Uh, it's during summer, so it's even more complicated. When people, people are having holidays, you are working and working hard. But if you want to do it, you have to be part of the system as a friend and not only as a journalist. Because many times they see journalists as enemy, not as friends. And so... The secret for me is always trying to have these people as friends because also for myself, it's something healthy to having people in my life that I like. And so this is what I wanted and I'm trying to do also today. It's also a big part, you know, because you have such a massive network now, right? That it's also good for agents to have contact with you because you can help them get into contact perhaps with other agents or clubs. Is that something you do as well? Yes, 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 yes. To be honest, it's happening. To be honest, it's happening that they maybe ask me, for some help sometimes, uh, more than asking like numbers or this kind of things, many times, oh, this is happening, but many times they ask me, for example, do you know who's looking for a right back or who is looking for a midfielder or who is looking for a goalkeeper? So it's funny because sometimes I'm trying to help and if I can help, why not? So I'm not working as an agent or intermediary or director, but if they ask me something that I know, why not helping? It's always important to be respectful because if some source is telling you something secret, you have to keep this secret always. Because first time you are creating a problem to someone, you are died in the world system. So you have to be with a good balance, with a good respect for people that are telling you something secret. But of course, if you can help people, and sometimes you are helping two different sources. Maybe one director you know and one agent you know, because they're looking for this player and you're telling him, you have this opportunity. If you want, I don't care because I'm not receiving money from this move. But if you want something, I know that this player is in the market. So it's happening sometimes. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think that's very interesting. First of all, Fabrizio says the platform Sky gave him was useful in getting into contact with these sources. Because if they close a deal, they want as many people as possible to know about it. And Fabrizio could help him with that. Second, it's one of his secrets that he builds a personal relationship, a friendship with these sources. And third, because he has such a massive network now, he can help agents and clubs as well if they share information with him. Or if they need information from him. The main thing you learned is that the most important aspect of his work, above everything else, even above being first, is being accurate. That means sometimes he loses the opportunity to be first, simply because he feels he has to respect the source and has to wait a bit to build on that relationship. So, maybe the next time he's first. But at least, he's accurate. We have to remember that if you go with the approach of journalist source, in my opinion, you have no long-term future in this world. If you go with the approach of friends, and so sometimes means that you are not first, but you are always accurate, because your source is always helping you in the right way, it means that you have long-term future. So this is how I see this work. You know, I received one message two days ago from an agent who told me, really, you respected me on one news. Uh, you were helping me in the perfect way, uh, being respectful with the news and professional. And I will always help you because I love this feeling I had with you. And I know you since two months, but I can call you my friend in this world. And for me, this message was better than a breaking news. Because when you have the right relationship, when you have the respect, and when you have this kind of friendship new, with new people, because I knew this person two months ago, for me, it's the biggest win you have. Because you're going to bring something good for you as journalist, for the agent as agent, for the club when they're signing their players, and for football fans when you are sharing accurate news. So all parties in this process are winning. This is why I think that positive communication in football and positive communication and accurate communication in transfers are the only way to win. It's not about bait first. If you can be first and accurate, perfect. But if you're going to be accurate, you are respecting fans, they will be happy. You are respecting yourself because you will be respected and you are respecting people in the system of football. So we are all winning. This is what I always say when I have new meeting or new sources. I tell them my mission is to win all together. It's not me or the agent or the player all together. And this is how I like it now. Of course, I'm always trying to be first, but when you can't, you have to be respectful. It's more like a race between journalists, but I don't care about this. I care about being accurate because people are waiting for accurate news, not for a race. So you've been doing this for a long time now. What is the biggest mistake you've made so far? Uh, 
good question, good question. I think the biggest mistake has been about um, has been about Gini Vainaldum. Gini Vainaldum to 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 Barcelona. Because I said it's done, it's completely done. And it was done because I'm sure about it. I'm 100% sure from all different parties involved in this deal that they had an agreement. They shake their hands. Uh, they had paperwork ready. Imagine that Barcelona were planning to have uh, medical in the national team of uh, Dutch national team camp for Vinaldum. So everything was ready. They had a meeting and they had an agreement for Vinaldum. It was a mistake because with free agents, you have to be careful till they sign the contract. And I was trusting my sources. I had sources on all parties involved in this story. So I said it's done because I was trusting different people involved in this story. But then when Paris Saint-Germain jumped in the deal in 24 hours, offering more than the double of salary to Wijnaldum, an important project, an ambitious, fantastic project with many top players, with Pochettino calling Wijnaldum and he wanted him at Tottenham when Wijnaldum was at Newcastle. So the situation changed in 24 hours and I was saying I had to wait. 24 or 48 hours more before saying it's done. Because it was done on a variable basis. But for free agents, trust me, it can happen that sometimes they are on their way to sign the contract. They receive a call and they change their mind. It's also happening that they sign pre-contracts that are not valid officially, but are pre-contracts and they are changing their mind. It happened with Adrian Radio, who signed a pre-contract with Barcelona and then he signed for Juventus. So with Wijnaldum, I was suffering this mistake, to be honest. But I know that it was done, so I was not saying something fake. But it's always something that you suffer, because I wanted to say it's done when it was the present Germain. How many contacts are there in your phone? <laughs> Good question. I don't know. I am never counting. I don't know. It, it's always changing every day, because I'm trying always and always to add and add numbers and people and calling people and having new contacts. So I don't know. Uh, I really don't know. <laughs> More than 1,000, I think. More than this, yes. Sure. And uh, how many phones do you have? Only one, only one phone. I'm destroying this phone because <laughs> I'm spending all my day charging and charging and calling and sending messages and it's never off. So it's a terrible life for my phone, but it's only one, yes. Another one of Fabrizio's secrets to keep up this insane tempo of work is the fact that he's working with his friends. Francesco Porzio is the main guy working with Fabrizio. He's not so much focusing on the news, but more on how to build their reach on social media. Here's Francesco about his bond with Fabrizio and his role in their team. It was fun because I met him literally where we were working together. I was starting my journalistic career in Milan here. And, you know, I was going around hotels, places, restaurants to meet like people, agents and all of that. And he was there. So I, I just introduced myself and said, hi, I'm Francesco. And he was like, okay, hi. And that's it. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, we started to, to work together, trying to, you know, plan uh, what we could do in the future, what he could do in the future in particular to grow his, uh, uh, I wouldn't call it brand because he doesn't call it brand. So I don't know. I know he doesn't like it, but you know, the, the Fabrizio Romano uh, name, you know, also more outside Italy. I think I had this sort of mentality also thinking outside the box, outside Italy. Uh, so we started to brainstorming together ideas. So uh, we started to brainstorm the idea of a podcast. We started to brainstorm idea of starting a, at the beginning it was a YouTube channel. Then it became a Twitch channel. 
so we 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 share all the ideas together. Uh, and then, of course, I have a I'm part of the of the projects. I'm co-host of his podcast. I I I help him in whatever he needs, basically, because he has a very very busy life. People don't understand how busy he is really. Uh, sometimes I, I I tell him, you know, you need to breathe. You need to 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 rest a bit you know it's impossible to to let him do it but i try to to say that you know you know i think he has a, a lot a lot of pressure a lot of pressure and he he knows that but uh, it's difficult to control it sometimes and i totally understand it so my my role in that is uh trying to to you know to when, when he's so stressed so he's nervous he 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 wants to do something maybe he in my opinion in my perspective he needs to like breathe for like 10 seconds and then do something, you know, otherwise it will do 300 things at the same time. So I, sometimes I need to like stop him to, to do something, which is something I, I, I like because, you know, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm his colleague. I work with him, but first of all, I'm his friend. And to be honest with you, I try to, to put the, 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 the human life, the human side le- uh, part at the same level of the work side part. Our therapy uh, pre and post transfer market is you go to like some seaside place in Sardinia or whatever and you know playing football you know without phones for for one hour and that's and that's that's a, a moment we, we really like because you know we we don't you know have to be 100 percent on, on on the phone all the time so that's probably something we I like to share with him. Fabrizio often sleeps only 5 hours per night during the transfer window. That's when he goes to bed from 5am till 10am. So I asked Fabrizio what he does when he's stressed out because of his constant calls and WhatsApp messages. Does he meditate? Does he go to the gym? What does he do? No, to be honest, I don't go to the gym. I've never been in the gym in my life. Uh, <laughs> the, the only thing I really like when I'm in stressful periods is to walk around the city. I love walking. So I put my headphones and I start walking like one hour or one hour and a half around the city. I love walking during the night in particular because I like when it's cold and I can go outside and walk and make my calls, check in my phone and spend my time outside also. And with Brazilian music, bossa nova, always trying to relax a bit because I need it. Uh, but always walking. Uh, my, my secret is walking. And sometimes when I'm really stressed, uh, but I'm satisfied on what I did, so after maybe spending 18 hours on transfer market during the window after a crazy day, many can say, okay, why you are not going to sleep immediately? Because I still have my feeling that I have to do something to put my stress off during the night. And sometimes I'm playing FIFA during the night, two hours just to... To, to try to bring my mind in a different way and to think something different. Because when I am on FIFA, I'm so focused. And so I try to, to change, completely switch. Uh, that's, it's, a, it's a crazy life, right? <laughs> yes. When you follow Fabrizio Romano on social media nowadays, you know he gives regular updates on negotiations between clubs and players. But when he tweets, here we go, then you know the deal is done. It has become his catchphrase, and football fans from all over the world ask him for it all the time. His podcast is even called Here We Go. It's not something Fabrizio was planning on, a catchphrase. But it happened, and now everyone knows. Here's how the Here We Go catchphrase started. 
Here we go, catchphrase, first of all, was not planned, was not planned because I was never meeting with people or with agency or with this kind of thing to say, I want my catchphrase, I want my brand. No, uh, never. Uh, also because I'm not this kind of person. I, I don't like to be like a celebrity, really. I'm really a humble person. I'm not living a celebrity life. So it was everything so normal. But one day I was tweeting and tweeting since weeks about a potential transfer for Manchester United, but I don't even remember the player really. But I was tweeting and tweeting and tweeting. It's one day at the end of this story or this saga, uh, I said, okay, finally, it was three years ago. I said, okay, finally, it's done. And I tweeted, okay, it's done. Here we go. Like saying, finally, it's over. We completed this saga. You signed the player. I'm fine. I'm happy. And stop. Uh, so it was something so normal to say it's over the saga it's over and you have the player and i remember the reaction of people on twitter texting me uh thank you fabrizio here we go many people saying here we go here we go but okay i was not caring to be honest in the first hours then the day after i was tweeting about liverpool about chelsea about other clubs as always and they started to tell me fabrizio can we say here we go also for this other move and i said Okay, I don't understand why, but they were asking me to approve these moves, saying, here we go. And okay, I say let's try. So I was putting this, here we go, for another transfer the following days. And they were exciting on this. And so I said, okay, let's continue. Why not? I like it because it's not something strategic. It's not something that I was studying to have my catchphrase. I was absolutely not planning for this, but I love here we go because it started with people and it's still exciting people. So I received one million messages during the summer per day with people telling me, please say here we go for this one, or I don't trust until I say here we, you say here we go. So it's crazy, but I love it because it's together with people, together with football fans, because I think we have always to remember, we as journalists, we have always to remember that if we are considered so important today, we as journalists working on transfers, is because football fans are loving transfers. Without football fans, we are nothing. And it would be the most boring work in the world to call people, receive a news, put on a paper or put on a, or say on TV and stop. Imagine how boring it would be. Having people excited is the biggest luck that we have. And so building something together with people that's happened with Here We Go is something I really love. What does it feel like for you when you have like a, a scoop or some, some news to bring? This is the, the best moment for me. This is absolutely the best moment for me. When I have the breaking news, the big scoop, it's like when you are scoring a goal in the Champions League final for me. When I see people reacting and getting excited for what I say, it's something that I really, really love. But the fav my favorite moment is when I receive the news, the, like minutes while I receive the news and I'm sharing the news. Because I want people to feel that I'm going to share something that they're going to be happy. And so this feeling is incredible. It's like you have the power in these moments and you want to make people happy. Because for me, the best moment is when you share the news and you see how people are reacting, how people are happy about what you're saying. Uh, it's incredible. It's like scoring a goal because people are celebrating and you are playing, in this case, as a journalist. And so it's also important because sometimes it's, people think that it's easy to receive news because maybe you're big, you have million followers, you're famous, and so people are giving you news. It's, it's, it's an easy thing. It's not like this. It's not like this for me, but for many journalists. Uh, I always say that maybe on social media sometimes uh, people are abusing some journalists, attacking some journalists because they are wrong or these kind of things. Also with me, but with many journalists. 
I don't like it because I think many times they don't know what there is behind receiving a news, receiving a big scoop. Uh, you have to work weeks and weeks and calling people and establish a relationship and being trusted from this person. Fabrizio has millions of followers now. Football players, directors, agents and fans all over the world know him. But I still wonder, do his parents now understand what he does for a living? Do they understand his work? To be honest, my parents, they, they don't understand my work 100%. This is the feeling I have because, of course, they are old style, I would say. Uh, my mom is 65, my dad is 79, so, so they are not getting 100% the, the process I'm having. Uh, for example, on social media or, or Twitch or these kind of things, they don't know. They are on traditional media. They get the point of traditional media, like with Sky or with The Guardian or with these kind of things, with CBS Sports, when you see me in TV, of course, yes. But it's a pity because sometimes I say, I want to show you everything because I hope you can appreciate. But they are from a different different point of view. They are from a different old style. So I'm also respecting them. I can understand their points. Uh, the only thing important is when I started this journey, when I was... 16, 17, working on this small website, I always told them, I'm not going to be uh, like a doctor as you want, uh, but I want to follow my dream. I want to work in football and I'm sure that I can do something good for myself and for my future family because I want to do something that I love in my life. Uh, and now they get the point that I'm doing it. And this is the most important thing. All right. Last question. What are your ambitions for the future in uh, the world of football? This is a good question because I never have an answer. <laughs> so when I don't have an answer, it's a good question because I don't know. Because I really don't know. Um, I'm not using using to predict my my own future because you know what happened to me in the last four, three, four years is crazy to me because I was not expecting to bring this kind of new way of, of transfer market on social media. So I was trying something new for myself and it was good and successful, but I was not planning for it. It was, as I said, for here we go. It was a bit casual and a bit planned, but not at this level, of course. So for the future, I really don't know. I'm sure that I have no intention to change my role in football because many times they ask me, uh, also from clubs, they ask me, you would be interested in working with us uh, I'm not looking for this kind of things like director of football or like agent. I'm really not interested because I love journalism and I love to be a journalist. I think communication is changing a lot year by year. We have different platforms, different ways to do communication. So I don't know because maybe in two or three years we will have a different way to do communication and I will be excited on trying something new. But it has to be always in communication and always in journalism because I want to do this kind of job in my life and I'm not planning to sell players or to sign players or to care about players as an agent or these kind of things. No, I want to be a journalist. I don't know in which form because it's changing every year, but my future will be in football and in communication, I'm sure, because I love this game and my mission has always been to wake up in the morning and do something you love. And so I will try to continue like this. Okay, that's great, man. Thanks again for taking the time. Thank you, thank you. Big pleasure and whatever you need, here I am, as always. All right. Get well soon, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. Ciao. There you go. That's the story of Fabrizio Romano and how he became the goat of transfer news. 
He started working as a journalist as a teenager in Naples. Then he had a little bit of luck with his first coup involving Mauro Riccardi. He grabbed this opportunity with both hands, moved to Milan and worked day and night to get news for Sky and build his network. He learned a lot from Gianluca Di Marzio and other people at Sky, but developed his own style, also working for renowned newspapers like The Guardian. And with help from, for example, Francesco Porzio, he is now building his own media empire. I think his work ethic is insane, and I can only admire that. I hope Fabrizio gets a lot more transfer scoops. And a little bit more sleep. I want to thank Fabrizio Romano, Federico Balletta, and Francesco Porzio for their time. Subscribe to this podcast in your podcast app to never miss an episode. You can also subscribe to our newsletter to get an update every time we upload an episode. You can do that at thehomeoffootball.substack.com. My name is Sam van Raalte. Thank you for listening and on to the next story in the home of football. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.